This is New Encounter, a podcast hosted by Nick and Marissa, two film-loving pea brains. Join us weekly as we review and discuss the films in our never-ending watch list. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. If again, if you are a recurring listener, and welcome if you're new. Yes, what he said. <laughs> uh, today we've got a couple movie news things to go over. Not a whole lot of interesting stuff. A couple little things in there, but honestly, for the past like week, it's been trying to find movie news. It's been a slow news week. Besides a couple things, nothing big. Uh, but the big thing was the Batman, which will be the focus of our episode. This episode. The focus of this episode's episode. <laughs> the focus of this episode will be the Batman. Um, all things the Batman, our thoughts on it. Is Robert Pattinson the best Batman now? Leave your, yes. Leave your comments in the... Leave your thoughts in the comment below. Since people are obsessed with that, we'll go over who plays the best Batman. Ranking? Our rank? Even though you said you don't care about rank? We're going to give our rank? Yeah. Should we rank the Batman movies? <laughs> no. I've not no. seen them. <laughs> uh, Lego well, Batman still number one? We haven't even seen that. I know it's the best. True. <laughs> um, but All the Lego movies are. Exciting episode we have. Uh, exciting couple next episodes we have. But Nick's for this one, got this one's exciting. a lot of thoughts. My notes page is the fullest it's ever been. They're in depth. Yes, sir. He doesn't need to go to school because he just is writing a paper on Batman for this podcast. Exactly. Period. Fuck school. You can't <laughs> see me, but I flipped off the school. Uh, all right, first bit of new movie news. Not really movie news, but just a pop culture kind of thing. The pop culture news. <laughs> the Euphoria season finale aired Flop. last week. Um, that shit was ass. Big time. <laughs> like the sounds, that sounds. Okay. That shit was ass. <laughs> On TikTok, yeah, that that episode wasn't good. They, um, they tried. They failed. It's renewed for season three, so whatever. And that's just not coming out until like 2025. <laughs> so whatever. That's my thought. <laughs> yeah, there's not much Sweeney, to I it. I love you. Uh, they wasted five minutes to show Dominic Fike's song. Um, nothing got resolved, really. Only a couple things, but not resolved well. Um, you know, I saw a TikTok where someone was like, oh, I, we got this amazing dance number at the end of season one's finale. Like, I was expecting something like that. And I don't even like season one's finale with the dance number. Like, that also wasted time instead of. It was an artistic anything. choice, but um, it fit for that, what we were given. But we didn't need another musical number. <laughs> yeah, this we didn't season. need another one at the end of this episode. Thank you for wrapping your engine, Mr. Car, um, sir. Um, um, all right, what's the next one? Um, Fantastic Beast trailer. There was a new one released. Um, Just another thing we don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, they, they played it before the Batman, and I was like, I really don't... Like, how did Harry Potter end up like this? How did... I just don't... I still just don't get it. What happened to the girl with the short hair? She wasn't even in this one. She's apparently in it, but she's just not a major character they anymore. They said, we don't care about you. We've swapped you out for a different girly. We've got a whole gang now. Yeah. And they just keep introducing new, like, major characters besides, like, Newt. I still... Okay, so here's my thing. I wanted to ask you, but it was really quiet in the theater. 
I don't know who Grindelwald is. <laughs> like I, he was just like the big bad before Voldemort. This is like, but I he don't, was just like I a, don't, I don't understand who he is. He's why basically he Harry Potter Hitler. I just because he doesn't like the Muggles, which I mean Voldemort basically was that same thing too. So what is whatever, but I mean Mads Mikkelsen is playing Grindelwald now, so. Good for him. I just don't understand. Like when they're like Grindelwald, Grindelwald. I'm like, baby, I don't know who you are. So why is Ezra Miller still there? Why is uh, Dumbledore a baddie? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the Dumbledore I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I put it in there just. They said it was sex sells, and we're getting Dumbledore <laughs> some ass. Uh, Any gay? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> J.K. Rowling is just dumb and she keeps trying to change her stories after they've been out. Next one is Beetlejuice 2 is officially in development. And if you don't know, Beetlejuice is a baddie. Beetlejuice 2 is reportedly being produced by Brad Pitt's production company, Plan B Entertainment. I didn't even know Brad Pitt had a production company. I think every I'm actor pretty sure every, has... pretty uh, every major actor. Um, we only care about Dakota Johnson's production company, so thank no, you. we don't. You don't care about tea time? I care about... I'm saying we don't only care about her production company. We only company. care about her production <laughs> um, We also actually care... I care a lot about Reese Witherspoon. I actually really enjoy her um, producing things because she's giving... I'm sorry, continue. Beetlejuice 2. Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are set to return. As she should. As they should. As she is my queen. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine them recasting Beetlejuice? It would flop. No, it would flop. But that's exciting. Hopefully they do a good I wonder job. what the story is going to even be. She's old. They're old. They've waited a very long time to make a sequel. I think we I feel should like people stop. people have wanted a sequel for a long time. We should stop making movies for old movies. <laughs> stop rebooting old franchises and sequels and stuff? Yeah, I think we're in a big nostalgia era, which... It probably is the pandemic's fault because everyone just fell back into their old loves and like they want something familiar, but we don't need it. We <laughs> Did you see they're rebooting White Men Can't it. Jump? Or they're making a remake of it and Jack, Jack Harlow. Harlow? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I literally, I saw this. Hold on. No, I got, I still don't think he's cute, but TikTok wants to force me to like <laughs> him. Like I keep getting TikToks of him and I'm like, you're a funny guy. He's a funny guy. But I don't, I don't think you're attractive. But I know one day I'm just going to be like, damn, Jack Harlow? <laughs> um, uh, all right, next one. I'm thing. not reading the next one because I don't know what that is. I didn't send you the trailer? No. You didn't watch the trailer? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> it's a new movie called Bullet Train. They released a trailer for it. This one stars Ben Affleck. Or not Ben Affleck. What the fuck? <laughs> that guy's just in my mind because of Batman. Um, sorry, it starts Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Joey King, Brian Tiger Henry. Um, oh, is this the movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson where he has the weird the mustache? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I saw a screenshot, but I didn't. Watch yeah, I the retweeted trailer. it. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't understand. It just it looked like a fun movie. Like the trailer looked really fun, so I was like, okay, it's the guy that directed You're a Joey Deadpool King too. fan now. And no, besides her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it looked it just looked like a very goofy like action movie. And so, oh, you're a goofy movie now. Oh you're my a goofy God. movie fan now. I hate you. I'm gonna tell my dad. Um, but it says five assassins aboard a fast moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. They're all just trying to get a briefcase, and they're all. It's just funny. Go watch the trailer. It looks kind of funny. But it's the guy. It's directed by. Would David my Leach. dad like it? Probably. Okay. It's the guy that directed Atomic Blonde and Deadpool too. 
And Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so your dad would definitely love it. Boom. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm going to send him the trailer. Uh, all right. Then you read the next one. Um, new alien movie releasing on Hulu. Um, I, I never like I said, watched it's a those slow, movies. It's a slow, it was a slow news week. <laughs> I never watched those movies. Sorry to those movies. Can we just play the TikTok of... <laughs> Tyler Perry. Tyler <laughs> I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> and then they were like, that's J.J. Abrams. He said, oh, okay, ask me again, ask me again. Um, but it's going to be produced by Ridley Scott's, directed by Fetty Alvarez. We'll write and direct it. Um, just unfortunate that it's only going to be released on Hulu. I feel like alien movies, like all those types of movies, like big sci-fi movies like that, should probably be released in theaters. So you can see it all on big screen? But it's only going to be released in on Hulu. So, thanks. I think Hulu needs to get rid of their ad format. I get they their want ads you to, are I get they want you to upgrade, but every time I'm at work and I'm trying to watch, I mean, I'm not watching things while I'm at work, but every time I'm watching something on Hulu, um it gets stuck on the ads on the Wi-Fi, like the Wi-Fi doesn't understand the concept of ads. Mm. And then my thing just messes up and it freezes. Like it's like, "Oh, there's an there's an ad that's supposed to play right here, but it's not playing and your movie's not playing either. And I'm like, okay, bye Hulu. <laughs> um, and then last one is there's an I Am Legend sequel in the works. I think Will Smith should stop. <laughs> he just should stop. No more Will Smith. I demand that man. Society to, has moved past the need for Will Smith. <laughs> I demand that man to just retire. Go to sleep, bro. Like we've got Jaden and Willow now. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, but Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are both going to be starring in Michael it. Michael B. Jordan. Um, again, just another movie where they're just going to make a sequel of an old, like, fa- like favorite, like, uh, like general audience. Everyone loves that movie. And they I've waited 10 plus years to make a sequel. Um, so interesting that they finally are making a sequel. So we'll see how that turns out. Me hosting a movie podcast. Also me. Never seen any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to the juice. Let's get down to business. Good juicy stuff of the Batman. Let's hashtag, give some backstory. Hashtag the bat. Rob Robert Battinson. Hashtag or hashtag Rob Bat Battinson. Rob Bat Battinson. Shout out to Mr. Sunday Movies. Shout out. He won't know us, but shout out. We love you. Anyways, into the good juice of it. Let's get some backstory to. The, the Batman. The beginning this of movie the bat. And what it should have been and what it became. I'll let you speak. <laughs> so it was originally going to be directed and written and starring Ben Affleck. He was ready for the whole thing. He was ready for the one-man show. He was ready to dive in. Then he was like, I miss you, Jennifer Garner. All I do is drink. I'm depressed. And he said, I'm, I don't want to direct anymore. I don't want to write it. Did you just say Jennifer Garner? Yeah. When did he say that? What do you mean? Continue. When, <laughs> when he was writing this movie and was set to direct it, it was like right after the divorce, like after they divorced. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, he didn't want to write and direct it anymore, so he stepped down, but he still wanted to star and produce in it. Produce it. Um, so then they were looking for a new director. Then they found Matt Reeves. Uh, they sent... Affleck's um, script to him and he was like mm, it's its own thing but I'm gonna make my own <laughs> and then shortly after Ben Affleck stepped down 
Uh, that original story was supposed to be a uh, Batman versus like Deathstroke, which the they teased a lot. Deathstroke with Joe Manganiello, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like a whole bunch of hype. Like Joe Manganiello tweeted a picture of him dressed up as as Deathstroke and everything, and like him in costume. And so there was a whole bunch of hype with that. But then it all just fell apart. And then Ben Affleck didn't want to be Batman anymore. He was tired of it, especially after the Justice League, all that fiasco shit. And then they got Robert Pattinson. Um, and Matt Reeves, while he was writing the script for the Batman, was specifically fi- picturing Robert Pattinson in the role, which is interesting. Like, why is that your first person to come to your mind? Because he's broody. <laughs> he also said it was because he was what he had just recently watched Good Time. And he said that is what made him think of Robert Pattinson in the role. <laughs> um, and then I think that was it. Oh, yeah. He was scared because... Robert Pattinson just started doing Tenet, and so he was scared that he if, they, gonna... if they came to him uh, offering the role to him, that he was he was going to be too busy with Tenet, like he wasn't going to be able to do it. But then Robert Pattinson, during filming Tenet, went to go um, audition for it, and he got it. And it was funny, because Christopher Nolan directed The Dark Knight, and he was like, you went to go do the Batman audition, didn't you? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sorry. Um, that's the backstory to that. Very interesting that it all fell apart and then came back up, and it is now one of the best Batman movies. The best. <laughs> the Batman. The best. So I guess we can start there. Instead of Megan the Stallion, it's Robert the Batman. Robert the Batman. <laughs> uh, let's read the synopsis first. If you haven't watched any trailers, you Unmasked live under a rock. The truth. Um, directed by Matt Reeves. In his second year of fighting crime, Batman uncovers corruption in Gotham City that connects to his own family while facing a serial killer known as the Riddler. By the way, there are going to be no spoilers for the episode. I mean, there are, but we're, our general like thoughts in the beginning before in this episode are going to be spoiler-free. And then later on, we'll have our own spoiler zone. Spoiler zone is always um, time-stamped in the show notes. Always. If you haven't seen this movie yet... Go see it, uh, but if you haven't seen it yet, you can still listen to it for the most for, to listen to like most of this episode, and then come back when you have seen it and listen to the spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Uh, but I mean, my biggest section of notes is spoiler free. Yeah, and so, the, the spoiler zone is he only has like three bullet points for the spoiler zone. Exactly. So, so you, you will be safe. You've got a lot of content to listen to before you see the movie. Exactly. But get your own thoughts first also i recommend getting your own thoughts and seeing the movie first and, mm-hmm. then, and then comparing coming, them to us yeah 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 we don't want to um force feed you ideas and then yeah. you go see the movie and go oh well i already had this idea in my brain because nick and marissa said it yeah <laughs> that's what i, I tried not to watch like the reviewers before yeah we, you used we to record it you used to do a, like a lot like that yeah so then your thoughts would just be meshed in with theirs mm-hmm well, I try not to do that now before we record our podcast. Or, well, at least now you have notes. So now you know exactly what your thoughts were and you can separate them from. Yeah. But that's it. We're going to dive into the episode now. Um, I guess we can start there with Robert Pattinson's performance and how he f- fares against the other Batman. Okay. What did you think of his performance? Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Besides him being sexy. Um, no, he did a really great job. I was really... I mean, I'm not surprised by his performance because I already know... We already knew. <laughs> I already know he's such a great actor. And it's just crazy to me because um, 
whenever I bring up this movie, like when I'm talking about it to other people, I ring up everyone else's performance because I already knew Robert was going to be great. So I'm just like, oh, Paul Dano, Zoe, you know, everyone was so good. Colin Farrell. And and then they're just like, okay, but what about Robert? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, he was great. I don't need to say (laughs) Robert was fantastic because I already know he was going to be a fantastic. I'm giving my praise to these other people because I didn't think of like I didn't think they were gonna slip into their roles as as good as they did, and they yeah. they blew me away. But Robert, I already knew he was going <laughs> to, and I don't need to clarify more. Yep, I fully agree. I think, uh, and it's very interesting because a lot of people doubted him. A lot of people still doubted him, even leading up to like how good those trailers were. Yeah, and like especially because he wasn't really like in the trailers. They weren't giving us like a performance. It was just like him kind of just in his little suit like walking imagery, around. Yeah, imagery of Batman. yeah, just a lot of that, and then kind of like voiceover stuff. Yeah, but nothing really showing. Boom, him as Batman, his performance. So yeah, people. A lot of people were just like, mm, I don't know. That's the guy from Twilight. <laughs> Um, and I, he's been in so many good movies leading up to this. So like, we've already seen him. If you're still a Twilight hater and you base your entire opinion off Robert Pattinson, do a Robert Twilight, Pattinson marathon. Um, you can go. We've seen almost every Robert film. We did like basically a Robert um, deep dive. Yeah. Because we watched them all. I think the only we haven't seen King, but everything else basically. And the Lighthouse, Good Time. High life, high life, high life. It wasn't the story wasn't good, but I he did a good job. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as ranking him against other Batman, Batman, so like Christian Bale, <laughs> it's just a whole different take. His his take. So they they all bring something also, different to the table. They yeah. all have a different way of portraying him. But I think he's the first one that's portrayed Bruce Wayne in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, who you were watching a video earlier. And someone mentioned, like, we've only seen Bruce Wayne as this elitist type of... A playboy. Yeah, rich playboy type of vibe, and we've never seen him. But he hasn't gotten to that point yet. He's st- this is only year two Batman. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's not still, cocky yet. He's, he's depressed. Still- he's, he's, he's traumatized. He's emo. He doesn't really... He hasn't, like, perfected that persona he, yet. He hasn't lived. And he's a virgin. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell. He said, oh, my God, a woman <laughs> talking to me. A woman? Oh, she's so pretty. I'm going to spy I'm on gonna her use with my, my binoculars I, in her while she gets undressed. I'm going to make her wear this eye contact so I can see everything she's seeing. Uh, but I would say That's the foreplay that I like. <laughs> he's probably my favorite Batman now. Um, Period. And even then, I wasn't like... There was some interesting stuff with Ben Affleck's Batman, but he's just been... in too many bad movies He's, that i can never really no ben affleck is just ben affleck to me like like i couldn't picture him as batman i liked him as batman but he wasn't oh that's batman yeah i think he had a couple good moments but overall just he was in too many bad movies to have him like really shine and he also didn't never got his own own movie this was supposed to be his own movie but mm-hmm. ben affleck's bat- batman never got his own movie it was him with superman or him with the justice league it him was never just... really just him him just being a side character, not the main character. Right. Sorry so, to him. Sorry to him, yeah. Sorry to all the Zack Snyder cultist fans. Sorry. And didn't he only do Batman because he his kids? I think I maybe. Think, I don't know. Didn't he say in like an interview? actors have said that and we might be confusing them. I swear he said like in an interview, he was like, yeah, I only took it because 
I wanted my kids to watch something. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. But yeah, all, all of the men in superhero movies are like, yeah, I wanted something my kid could watch. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, maybe it's not Benny. Um, my next note is basically what you said. Everyone else's performance. And I think that's what also makes this movie stand out from the other ones is that the whole cast is insanely good rather than just to select like two or three. No, I definitely agree. But my only like perspective or um, how would you say it? Like comparison. Comparison. Yeah. That I have of these other characters are the Dark Knight trilogy movies because since like Ben didn't have his own Batman movies, he didn't really have the Batman universe characters. Yeah. He had Jared Leto though. <laughs> <laughs> and he only had yeah, his only like regular like band of he Batman characters Alfred. was um yeah, he had Alfred and he had Gordon in Justice League for like two seconds. And so yeah, all I have to compare these people to are the 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 solo Batman movies that I've seen. Yeah. And I like these guys better. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I still like Anne Hathaway a lot. Oh, I um, do too, yeah. But I think she did a very good job. I think... people. No one ever brings her up when people are talking about all the Catwomen. No one ever brings up Anne Hathaway. People no one, were like, no one oh, Halle Berry was lame. Anne Hathaway. Um, but I, feel, I still think Michelle Pfeiffer is the best Catwoman. No one even mentions Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm telling you. I was telling Nick this story actually after the movie, but I loved Anne Hathaway like as Catwoman. And that I... So that in whatever I'm trying to say, <laughs> I liked the name Selena because of her. But I can't ever like use that name as a name for something because we have a friend named Selena. <laughs> so, but so no one would, and no one would think of Selena as Catwoman. They would think of like Selena. Oh yeah, like it's the singer. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, no, that's not what I named my fucking shit for. I named it after Catwoman. <laughs> um, but I think everyone, like, in the Dark Knight trilogy, in, like, a select few movies, there's always, like, two or three. Like, specifically the Dark Knight, obviously Heath Ledger's performance is the greatest. Heath Ledger King. Um, no one will ever top him. I'm serious, though. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever will. It's And it's not even just that he's dead now. It's just his, his performance He genuinely gave actually, it his all. <laughs> he did. Um, but he I put would his say, whole... Heathussy in it. Stop. Stop it right now. <laughs> you said you should have said Legussy. <laughs> uh anyways. Um no one ever but in like all three of those movies, there's only like a select like two or three performances. Um in, um, the, I in didn't Dark Knight like Rises, I Tom Hardy as Bane is great. I didn't like what's his name? Not his name. Um that lady that he loves. Oh, in the third one? Or oh no, Rachel Dawes. Hate that bitch. <laughs> Maggie, I, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think genuinely, um, okay, this is just a thought that I can touch on later, but um, right. yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, Jeffrey Wright, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Colin Farrell. King. Um, Colin Farrell is definitely added to, I realized that I really. climbing the ranks of favorite actors. <laughs> yeah, I realized, like, I was like, nah, he, he kind of <laughs> does it all, like. He does the weirdo movies and then he does like just regular ass movies. Yeah. Like he's very <laughs> versatile and he can 
literally slip into any performance. And I think I really like that about him. Oh, Andy Serkis too. Andy Serkis surprised me as Alfred as well. No, he was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when I heard the casting, I was like, really? Because you then, always see him as just like a funny guy. A lot of the performances too, like a lot of the credit can be due to the writing too. I think Matt Reeves, Reeves really understands Batman. The characters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, no, my favorite performance was really Paul Dano. Yeah. <laughs> like he blew it out of the park. I was amazed. He was just a crazy. I, he just is really good at being a fucking crazy psychopath. <laughs> um, he was just a crazy Twitch streamer. And I, <laughs> and it's so crazy too that he directed one of my favorite movies like in my entire life. And he, the same person who did that, who is so smart and can like do this, some, do something beautiful can also fucking be so crazy <laughs> and like put on a great performance exactly crazy how crazy actors guy. just do that uh, my next note is the production design was actually incredible um beautiful specifically what but not in the beautiful way <laughs> yeah it's very dirty and grimy everyone's gonna use those signal words when they're talking about this movie it's just the, like the flashy basic words everyone's gonna use those words to describe it but they're um, right but they are right <laughs> I wrote down grimy, dirty, dark, gritty, 70s, noir. <laughs> the same flashy words that I see everyone's review of. Um, I don't really want to repeat any of those. But specifically, I want to point out the gothic style of Wayne Manor, which was... No one's shown Wayne Manor like that. It's always been like a fancy, schmancy, rich people place. But in this one, is super gothic. I hate... In the Dark Knight movies, is it? I swear, doesn't he live like out of town? Yeah. And it's there's like a, it's a, like a mansion, tower. right? Yeah, there's still a Wayne Tower in Gotham mm -hmm. for the Dark Knight, but he his own mansion is out of town. Yeah, because this one... But this one is like... He was in Wayne Tower, right? Yeah. Because that's what they showed. Yeah. And he just like lives in it and it's... I yeah. don't know. But I, I really liked the production design for that. Um. And just, I mean, the club, the, what was the club called? Uh, club 44, below 40 something. Below 32. I don't know. Some, there was. <laughs> it was some penguin pun. It was, <laughs> it, they were, there was the regular club and then there was the yeah, secret, secret club. The secret, secret, um, only professional political people could go to. Only the bad guys. The dirty, grimy, gritty, dark guys. <laughs> only the corrupted cops. Um, but I think that really. Like the production time was just great. I think it was a very good take on on Gotham in general, but also just what stood out to me was Wayne Manor I specifically. I agree. This is my favorite portrayal of Gotham, and I have no other things to base this off. <laughs> Tim of. Burton. I know everyone loves Tim Burton and what he did with the '90s Gotham and everything, but this Gotham built different. It built different, <laughs> big different. Well, kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying, um, not just with the production design, but also just with everything the how the movie was made. This entire movie was pretty much filmed during COVID, but you cannot tell. I'm Especially shout in that out, club. I'm going to shout out to another movie that you can clearly tell. <coughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> um, rather than, because they could easily have resorted to just green screen, you know, only three people on set at a time, COVID safety. Uh, they didn't do that. Um, which, I mean, they were still COVID safe. Like, fucking Robert Pattinson got COVID. And they had to shut down production entirely. But they still worked hard to get 
the right look for the movie instead of taking um what is it what's the word uh shortcuts yeah shortcuts yeah shortcuts with like a blue blue screen green screen set making something entirely cgi no they they still filmed everything for real i mean not everything for real but that's ridiculous but (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean you can't tell that it was filmed during covid and that's been one of my biggest issues with a a lot lot of stuff recently yeah um specifically marvel stuff too marvel you can really really tell yeah um, when there's only like like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you could really really tell. WandaVision, you could kind of tell, um, and then the Spider-Man No Way Home, you could clearly tell. Uh, moving into the story a little bit more, um, this is something that a lot of people pointed out. I think this story um, is definitely a mystery slash thriller first and foremost before it's anything else. Before it's a superhero movie, before it's a comic book movie, before it's a Batman movie, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a mystery thriller. Uh, I mean, it literally starts off with the Riddler himself. Um, that's not really a spoiler, but... Riddling? Doing his little riddling crime. <laughs> <laughs> doing his little hinky jinx. <laughs> I just picture just a little, like... I, I picture the Pink Panther theme song when he's... When he... In that first scene. <laughs> uh, he, no, he was so creepy in that scene, too. Yeah. Um no spoilers no spoilers but i agree <laughs> uh i think that's what i liked best about this was it wasn't your typical just superhero movie where it's like oh man i'm a superhero and now there's a baddie and now i gotta beat the baddie oh man i'm so great <laughs> uh matt reeves is talking about how they took a lot of inspiration from the zodiac killer and a bunch of other like serial killers which they clearly took insane amount of inspiration from zodiac killer i mean everything from the riddler's costume to the way he leaves like his own little alphabet um what's the word for that puzzle i don't know um he said it a lot yeah (laughs) in the movie and now i don't know what what the word is Um, Uh, um that's the entire movie that's basically the entire movie is them trying to solve his his riddles riddles. they're trying to find out who his next victim is going to be they're trying to find out why he's doing it, like how it's what all his connected, next steps are going to be. Yeah, how blah, it's all connected. Blah, blah. That's the whole movie. And then like everything else, all the character stuff, everything else happens and around Batman's that. And Batman's just a little detective, but in a bat suit. Yeah. Who can beat people up, unlike the cops. Or <laughs> unlike a real detective. That's how, I mean, that's what Batman's supposed to be. He's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. And so this is finally, we've gotten bits and pieces of that, of Batman being an actual detective in the other movies, but not to this extent at all. Um... I mean, he's got, he's got gadgets, but he's not got like insane high tech gadgets, gadget. like, no, no, the, no, no. like the Dark Knight, <laughs> <laughs> like the Dark Knight when they get the, the fingerprint off the, but yeah, the cell phone sonar thing, yeah, but also the he gets a fingerprint off of shattered bullet casing, <laughs> he gets like crazy stuff, which is like out of this world, like that it's like comic book stuff, like where they would get goofy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this one is still like a more grounded take, but. He's just he's just figuring stuff out. He, Batman's the first one to figure out the riddles or the Riddler's riddles. He's the first one to answer those. He's smart. He's just a smarty pants. And but also kind of a dummy. Alfred also helping him out. Like yeah, I was bored, so I just figured. <laughs> I just did this. <laughs> I just figured this out. It's fine. He said, "There you go. This is the answer to your puzzle." Um. Yeah, I really like that. And then the whole all the other Batman stuff happens around that, around the mystery thriller. But it, the mystery thriller aspect of this is always taking. Like the front seat, the driver's seat. Yeah. I'm driving the story forward. 
Um, because it felt like it reminded me a lot of Prisoners. Denis Villeneuve, Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman. No, I know. Paul Dano. I know, but I'm <laughs> trying to remember the actual story of it. But it's just like well, they also took a bunch of inspiration from Seven and what's that other movie? Oh, Zodiac, the one that the one that's literally about Zodiac killer. <laughs> a lot of inspiration from that. So that's what it feels like. It feels like a crime drama thriller kind of thing. And even the way there are some scenes where, so yeah, the the first scene with the Riddler is super creepy. The way it's shot. Um, there's a scene where they're going through an abandoned building and it's like a thing jumps out at them and it's like the way that's also shot is kind of reminiscent of a, like a horror movie. Spooky. A little spooky movie. Yeah, this movie was kind of spooky low-key. <laughs> um, no, I, going with the story, this is like the point that I wanted to touch on earlier when I was talking about that bitch Maggie. <laughs> um, I think... Someone, it was in like someone else's letterbox review, but it was exactly how like my thoughts were also. Sometimes those bitches just say the things that I need to say. And then I'm like, you said it. Now I don't have to. Now I don't have to go into it. But um, the other Batman movies, they all revolved around like his relationships and how, or like his relationship with women. Mm -hmm. And then how if he got too close or he finally like, let himself be vulnerable, something bad happened. Yeah. And how this one, they were upset because it wasn't like that. But I think that's why I don't, oh, yeah. I don't like the other ones is because I don't give a fuck about his relationships with these women. Like, <laughs> get over yourself, dude. <laughs> Stop trying to fall in love. Like, go save the world. I don't know. Which is still, his relationship with Catwoman is still like a focus of the movie, but not to where it's like, he would do anything for her and he's and now he's getting stabbed in the back because of it yeah it literally was, in the dark knight rises he gets stabbed in the back like i much <laughs> prefer the the love story that we got in this yeah. even though it's not really a love story because yeah he's like a virgin loser who doesn't know how to interact with women literally so awkward which i her. think is what a lot of people are seeing the people who don't like their chemistry yeah like i think that's what they're seeing is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's not really reciprocating anything or th like she's just very Zoe Kravitz is just very flirty on her own. And that's like who she is. But Batman's not like actually reciprocating anything and they're they have no chemistry. But Batman's a loser. He <laughs> yeah, fucking he's... hasn't talked to anybody in it. He's literally a bum yeah. <laughs> who hasn't talked to anybody except Alfred and that old other old lady bitch in his house for like two years and he's ignoring everyone in the real world. You think he knows how to talk to women? And it goes back again. He hasn't started that Playboy like persona. Yeah. And I don't know. And they were. <laughs> but that's my biggest thing with the other ones is that I didn't like how relationship focused it was. And but the person also I saw a TikTok where someone was complaining that this one they didn't like that he didn't have any repercussions kind of like the spider-man discussion where like he didn't have any repercussions for like his actions and i was like but what does he need he doesn't i could kind of see it i can come back to that later when we're in the spoiler zone because um, actual stuff i, I can kind of see that but also it's not really over yet 
with the state of Gotham at the end of it, we ha- we don't really see any repercussions for what happens because the it's not over. Yeah, like and the story itself doesn't seem very over. And I'm like, and he still got. Well, I guess no, not to spoil it. But yeah, I I understand what you mean, or I understand what they mean, but also. Yeah, I wish I I had it in front of me. I should just start saving should, the links yes, so that I could have it. <laughs> Because um, it was much better, like, written and that, the thing that I said, and then also the other thing that I saw. But, like, it would have been better to discuss if I knew the exact wording. <laughs> um, I also wrote down that it's uh, it's pretty freaking long. Um, but I think that was my, like, one complaint coming out of it. But also, the more I think about it and the more I'm, like, there aren't many scenes where you can just cut it down or trim it down and, like, We needed something. everything. I just think a lot happens. Like there are so many characters and so many moving parts that that is why it's three hours long. And so it's like, yeah, you don't, there's not like any scenes that are like wasteful scenes, like Mm -hmm. scenes, scenes that aren't important that you could cut, but there's a lot going on at one time. There's so much, there's so many things, moving parts and so many characters and so many characters have their own things going on. Catwoman's got her own stuff going on. Batman of course does. Alfred even has his own stuff going on. But it's basically like the those movies, the like Valentine's Day movies where there's like a, bi- a billion characters, but they all merge into <laughs> one storyline. Yeah. yeah, it's basically like that, but n- less characters. But I can I can see like we didn't necessarily need Catwoman's whole little thing going on, but like but also, it fit yeah, into because they the, wanted her to be like a main character. It fit into everything and I don't know, like she was like the second main I mean she was promoted as such as like a second main character to Batman. Yeah. So but I think people expected more of like them actually together. Yeah. But it was kind of just like, oh they kind of like just link up every now and then. Well that's also good because then her whole thing wasn't just to be Batman's love interest. Mm-hmm. She had her own stuff going on. And their stories just happen to connect mm-hmm. in a vac- an actual, like, natural way. Like, they, their story is connected like that um, rather than just, like, oh, oh I see this girl so breaking sexy. into the crime scene I'm and she's so sexy. I'm going to go kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go kiss her but not kiss her because no, he I just her? wet my pants looking at her. <laughs> On the table you're talking about? That whole scene. <laughs> like, when the cop first comes into the room oh, and he's, like, that. yeah. um that was that was my only complaint coming out of it but the more i think about it it's not really i want to rewatch it again but i just keep telling everyone i don't have three hours of my time again to just dedicate to rewatching it like i just want to rewatch it i just want to see the i just want to see see it again again, but i don't (laughs) i have been the more the longer we've gone without seeing it the more i'm like i want to go back to see it but it's also like damn three hours of our day yeah we gotta and we gotta go to the theater i mean it's right there we can just go to this one doesn't matter yeah, but I hate these guys. I know, but it's just right there. It's just right there. <laughs> we'll just go. Maybe we'll go maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, but it, also, the story itself is very, very stressful in the way that, you know, you're following these crimes and you want to know what's next. Every scene with the Riddle, Riddler is insanely stress-inducing, and he's just so creepy, and <sighs> he's just there in the background. That guy's scary. He's so weird. <laughs> Um, but then also, yeah, like running down the clock, like them trying to figure out the next riddle. And then it's just crazy. Um, so I really like the story in this one. The, the funeral was honestly probably the best one. The funeral scene? Yeah. It's in the trailer, so you don't. 
Yeah. The funeral itself is in the trailer, but not. But not the the best what part. What happens? The yeah. sound is on TikTok. The sound. Yeah, like the scene. Is it? I haven't heard it. Yes, you have. Then I don't know. Everybody's been talking about it. The blind eye. Oh yeah, that was in the trailer too. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's a good one. <laughs> um, next one, next bullet point. What did I put? Oh, that's uh, that was part of the story too. I really liked the connection between him trying to get out the the like the um, corrupt corruption of Gotham, and how that led back to the Wayne family, and how he's still all a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> which again was also in the trailers. So not really a spoiler. Sorry if you haven't seen the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I really like that because that was an interesting take on Gotham because it's like Wayne family, of course, is a is a huge part of Gotham. If Gotham itself is is corrupt, how would how would the Waynes have played a part in that? Because mm-hmm. the Waynes have always been trying to like fix Gotham and like help Gotham and bullshit like that. And so like, have they really not gotten into the corruptedness? I've of never it? heard. Are I, they really that pure? I thought it was interesting too because I feel like we always hear about his parents. But just that they're dead. Yeah. And that they were like philanthrop- philanthropist, basically. But I've never heard about his like mom and all of that stuff. Yeah. Or like any of that stuff. It's always stuff. his dad. Yeah. It's I'm like, ever the mom. oh, interesting. So, very interesting take on his parents. I didn't know she was an Arkham either. I don't think that's a. Is, well, it kind is, of varies. It, it varies by the comics. Oh, okay. But this is more like a. Um, this is a different take on it with her, her story on this one. Um, I thought it was. I I liked it a lot. So yeah. So are they are they pure? Are they not pure? I mean, he's always held them on a pedestal. It's it's literally his whole life. So they have a whole aspect of the story it, focusing on him. It literally makes him go through like a like he questions everything yeah, he knows he, but, about his family and himself. And he, also another great thing to bring into Batman. <laughs> yeah, like he goes through an identity crisis basically because yeah. he's like, has everything I've been told been a lie? And the only person that he has in his life is Alfred. And he's like, have you been feeding me these lies? Like, why would you like, you're the only person I have. And you're, that might be one of the best scenes in the movie is the conversation between Bruce and Alfred. Mm-hmm. Oh, that movie's so good. But yeah, he goes through a whole identity <laughs> crisis where it's like, I literally created Batman in, for honor. My, in honor of my parents. Yeah. I thought they were so pure. I, I made him to, or I made Batman to stand up for everything that my dad and mom were trying to do for Gotham. Are they and actually they're just a part? A part of this, yeah, they're of just this part of this. <laughs> so, very great story element there uh, to bring into Bruce as a character um, and Batman as a character, which is also one of my bullet points. Actually, it's the next one. So, Bruce as and Bruce and Batman as a character in this. Um, perfect. So, one of the <laughs> first bullet points is he's unsure of himself. <laughs> so again, the year two Batman. He's, it's it's not an origin story, so the, which is good. We've already seen batman's origin yeah just about as many times as we've seen spider-man's origin so that's good but again he's unsure of himself he's only in his second year he he hasn't he's perfected everything yet he's fought some criminals but they're little just thugs it's not like anything yeah bad i'm assuming what i really liked was the he's already settled in at least i mean they've got the bat signal and he's settled in as at least sparking fear in some of like the street level thugs Mm mm-hmm there's a really, really good like introduction, like after the Riddler's first scene. It's the that the, the Batman's, Batman's first scene. Yeah, like and introduction to the to the film to the story. Yeah, and, and that it, scene is really good. <laughs> you watch the TikTok I sent you. 
Which one? Sure, she was like, oh, I, oh, I didn't even question yeah. that it was a three-hour movie after I saw him walk <laughs> onto the screen. How slow he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a really good scene in his introduction to show how fearful all of the, like, the low-level street thugs have become of him. Yeah, like and everybody... his presence and seeing the signal in the sky. They see it and they're just like, oh, shit, I just shit my pants. <laughs> They also have Robert Pattinson do a voiceover in this, like a narration kind of mm-hmm. thing. He also, he, he goes into his broody vibes. He <laughs> has a journal. <laughs> he's like, he goes to the coffee shop. He's a little poet. He writes in his journal, you know, the vibes. <laughs> but again, so yeah, he's unsure of himself, not only with just all the stuff that he's questioning about his mom and dad, but also just, is he making an impact on Gotham? Because he says in one of the narrations that, in the two years he's become Batman, crime has only risen. Yeah, like and they're so like, like now nah, let's beat up these people just so we can see the Batman. <laughs> I want to get my fucking nose broken by him. It'd be an honor. I want to see him so bad. I heard he's so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to choke me so bad. <laughs> I heard he has fangs himself, so when he bites me, I become Batman too. <laughs> uh, but that was really good too. So that seeing how unsure of himself he is seeing questioning himself. Is he like, is it even worth being Batman? Like if nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that the dark Knight kind of touched on where he wanted Harvey Dent to be like Gotham's role model instead of the Batman, because he was like, Oh, he's doing, he's making a change in Gotham the right way rather than the Batman vigilante way. Yeah. So good stuff there. So it's not something that's real. That's exactly like new to Batman as a character, but it's still very well done in this movie um and yeah how sad and he's just a little broody vibes he's just depressed emo emo boy i'm telling you he's giving off big coffee shop he sits in the corner writes in his journal he has a film camera he's ran through (laughs) he's ran through (laughs) he's a female manipulator (laughs) that's later later versions of him though he's still a loser virgin who probably hates women yeah uh and so i think this portrayal of bruce wayne and batman is clearly the best period he's not confident in himself yet um and we've never seen that in live action yet so and now that we've had this version of him i just can't wait to watch him grow and step into that role because i know robert can do it he already is super cocky and annoying and (laughs) sexy in real life right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean so with all the other ones we saw the the batman origin story and all the other batman basically so like batman begins with christian bale's batman Um, i keep comparing it to that one because that's that's my other batman besides ben affleck like that's who i grew up with but you saw his origin in there he learns from the league of shadows he learns how to fight and everything then he becomes batman and he's just suddenly oh is that when he's in the hole no that's dark knight rises oh but that is the League of Shadows. Or that was what, like one of the... The Peoples? The Peoples. Yeah, remember Liam Neeson in the first movie? No. Okay. I don't think I've seen the first movie, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, okay. So another thing with this Batman too is that, that I kind of seen that we were talking about where he's uh, instilling fear in all the street-level thugs. So he's a symbol of fear in Gotham in general. And he thinks that's how to fix Gotham is that stopping all crime by being a symbol of fear to them stop them from committing crimes because they're afraid that Batman's going to get them. But... But later at the end, (laughs) we get something really good and juicy. But it's twisting that into, like, should he actually instead be a symbol of hope? 
and be an actual hero to these people of Gotham. And we get this after a very compelling scene. That is a spoiler. <laughs> so it's questioning all that stuff. So should he just be the fearful Gotham Knights? Vengeance? Should he be vengeance and bash people's faces in? <gasps> or should he be the symbol of hope for Gotham? Because is that what Gotham needs? Because does Gotham need a fearful or a fear-inducing creature? Menace. <laughs> Menace to society? <laughs> Or do they need an actual superhero? Uh, obviously, he's not super, but he's a hero. Like, should he be a hero or should he be just a little thing that people fear? Some, yeah, something that people can look up to and know that he's there to help them and not... Because especially in this, in one of the parts, people are afraid of him. Yeah. And then he... We're going we're gonna to go spoilers on pretty soon here. But some of the other stuff I liked between the dynamic between the characters and just how the characters were written too. Mentioned it kind of earlier with uh, Alfred and Bruce. Um, that stuff was really, really good. How Bruce is like mad that... or Because again, Bruce is just depressed because he doesn't have parents. <laughs> but then he's also mad at Alfred whenever he's Alfred tries orphan, to be... quote unquote. <laughs> whenever Alfred tries to be like a father figure to him, he's like, you're not my dad. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> Um, so he gets mad at him like that. So there's that whole relationship between them because Alfred basically raised him, but Bruce still doesn't see him as like his dad, you know? Yeah. But I think even after what they go through, he's definitely gonna, like he, f he feels more, um, that way yeah. towards him because he realizes like, oh shit, this guy's been here for this me. Guy, yeah. This guy raised me. What the fuck? <laughs> he's like, oh shit. I only saw my dad for I'll, I'm gonna six. be. I'm going to be all by myself one day. <laughs> um, you also breezed over this one, but the, the contrast of how people re oh, react to his two identities. That's because I was trying to skip the him being a detective one because we already talked about him being um, a detective. But I, I think that's a good one because, yeah, you you see the way the people react to him as Batman. And then when he shows up as Bruce Wayne, they're like, oh, Bruce. Hey, buddy, <laughs> what's up? Oh, we love you so much, Mr. Wayne. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And then as Batman, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Get out of yes, here. You're a fucking vigilante. Get out of here. They said, you're going to just let this guy be in here, Gordon? You're just going to let this guy come and be a cop? Someone, someone tweeted the TikTok, they're not TikTok, but that video of that dude that's like Italian. And he has like the chains on and he's like, this motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they tweeted that video and they were like, this is the Batman. <laughs> no, I think it's just so funny. Whose tweet was it where they were like, oh, they really thought that him pushing on his little chest oh, was yeah. going to do something? That him putting putting his hand on his chest was going to stop him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was really fun to see too because I look, look, look right so here. many people love... Go ahead. So many people like love Bruce because he's a Wayne and he's yeah. just so well-known in society and they're like, oh my God, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. And then yeah, it's like, oh shit, also I'm Batman. So... He can see the the double standards. <laughs> there's a good scene where he's entering the, or I, I won't spoil it specifically, but there's a thing where he tries to enter the place. He does it three different times. One as Batman, one as Bruce, and then a third time as he just basically like sneaks in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just showing the difference in the reactions. Um, and then again, like you kind of mentioned it, there's a cop that has two different reactions. One reaction to Bruce and one reaction to Batman. He's not a fan of Batman. He's a fan of Bruce. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. The, the one where he sneaks in is a good one. Cause they're like, <laughs> cause you <he laughs> almost think it's going to happen again, but then they're like, Hey, cause he's like, Oh, this is a waste of time. I'm just going to sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 
and so a lot of people think that this movie's too dark and it's too there's no jokes but i think it's, it's like well-placed humor it's subtle humor yeah and it's like he fucking it's just hits writing, a bus bro it's right <laughs> it's writing humor in a way for the audience to find humor in these situations it's not forcing jokes onto them that so they laugh and go ha 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 look how funny we are <laughs> Look how funny we are. And waiting for the audience, literally waiting for like a laugh track from the audience itself ha, and ha, pausing ha, the ha. scene for it. Ha ha ha. It's, it, <laughs> this movie was like came at the perfect time where I'm basically almost We're completely no way home over. <laughs> I'm completely over the MCU formula and I'm waiting for something new from the superhero genre. And this movie came out at like a perfect time for me. So that's why I love it so far. It's perfect. Um, before we move on to spoiler zone section. Do you have anything non-spoiler you want to say? No. <laughs> you okay. know my brain only thinks in spoilers. <laughs> I'm surprised I made it oh, this but here's far. Oh, the, here's the video that I was talking about, though. This motherfucker. No, maybe we should just link all the TikToks in the show notes. Right? Because <laughs> we <laughs> like always we bring it up. Motherfucker. You motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, anyways, I gave this movie five stars. Again, came at the perfect time. I think I was just blown away. Cinematography, production design, everything technical about this movie, which is kind of leading into the next movie that we're also going to talk about, but <gasps> anything. Anyways, <laughs> all technical aspects of this movie, I absolutely loved. There's a great shot of him above. A, a shot from above where he's holding a flare is in the trailers where he's a symbol of freaking hope. Sexy Incredible. There's a car chase scene in this movie that's one of the best car chase scenes ever. It was much more in depth than i thought it was like i thought it was a much more simple kind of car chase but it was crazy but they made it interesting with the way they shot it too um because i've seen a bunch of replays of it from other videos too so the camera is always showing more like colin farrell's face as a penguin mm -hmm. and if they are showing the batman it's showing him from like the rear view and like he's in the rear view mirror and his bat giant ass batmobile is just gigantic coming at him i also <laughs> just want to know why he rubbed his engine so many times <laughs> he's like, just, guys get in your cars vroom, it's vroom. time for a car chase <laughs> <laughs> wait are we in spoiler zone no the car chase scene was in the trailer but i just wanted to mention that the car chase scene is one of the best car chase scenes i've ever seen oh, okay because then you were talking about the beacon of hope but i was like wait are we in this that's now? in the trailer though <laughs> are we in the shit uh, but there are just many, many like screenshotable. I remember though, um, uh, shots when the the little flare scene originally was shown in the trailer, and what's his face did like the trailer breakdown. Like he was like, "Oh, are people following him?" Like he said something weird. Like he the, said that he was he thought they were cops behind him. He was like, "Oh, here we can see Batman with a flare, um, leading the cops of Gotham into like a sewer or something like that." And yeah, like I was like. Mm -mm. <laughs> But I also didn't, I didn't zoom in on it. So, I mean, he's supposed to be the one zooming in on it. Yeah. So I didn't zoom in on the shot to tell if they were cops or not, but whatever. Yeah. This movie is fantastic. I gave it five stars. I want to go rewatch it. I also gave it five stars. Um, and I very much recommend you go watch it. It made $128.5 in its first weekend, opening weekend. So that's good. Um, good sign for theaters or good sign for Warner Brothers who released all of their new movies last year only or in theaters and HBO Max. This was their first, I think, solo theater release. Just theater release, yeah. So, shout out to them. Making money. Making moves. The Warner Brothers president also said like this movie going forward, their all their superhero movies and stuff like that are going to be entirely director like focused. 
Like the director can literally just make whatever they want <laughs> rather than them trying to control it, which is perfect. Good. <laughs> this is exactly what they need to do for the first place. Um, now we're going to move on to spoiler zone real quick. Uh, you have been warned. Timestamps will be in the description for you to skip past that. People who Although pretty much after spoiler zone, it's going to be outro. But go watch the movie first. Come back. Listen to the spoiler thoughts. You've got a good almost 50 something minutes of non-spoilers. Content, of non-spoiler content. And you'll get like an extra five of spoiler. You're welcome. We did a good job this time, bitches. <laughs> spoiler zone. Three, two, one. Meep, meep. Uh, first one uh, before the big one is just the, the penguin taking over the crime operation. So there's going to be... Um, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell is going to come back in his back own... Back in his prosthetics. <laughs> in his own uh, HBO Max series. Did you know that? No. They're, they greenlit an HBO Max series starring him as the penguin. I think that's going to be interesting, but... It's probably just going to show him taking over the crime operation. He's kind of ugly. <laughs> Colin Farrell did great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, I truly could not believe that that was him. I, I when just they can't said that imagine the cast, that like Penguin himself as a crime boss because he's more of a like fumbling idiot. Like he was just that's like, how he's been portrayed. Yeah. And so but, I can't picture him stepping into that role. But also if it's Colin Farrell, then we know that shit's going to fucking. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they killed Falcone because mm-hmm. I thought he was always going to be the face of the crime. But then they just killed him. They said, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and so now Penguin is going to be the Bring you the into crime. the light. You're a rat. <laughs> that, that we can talk about, too. The, the Riddler thinking, <laughs> the Riddler thinking he was... Um, BFFs? Yeah, BFFs with him. Um, my spoiler zone notes are kind of out of order, so we can talk about that next. Uh, the Batman was never ahead of the Riddler at any point of this movie. He had literally every step of the way like planned out and even if like batman thought he was like oh yeah i've got him now he didn't he (laughs) was like five steps behind what what i didn't i didn't understand it when i was watching the movie but then i finally got it after like a couple like thinking about it more about the el rata alada because it's you are yeah (laughs) and so it's the website ratalada.com that's good but yeah, he was never a step ahead. So in this movie, he's a great detective or whatever. He's good at figuring out the riddles, but he's not good at actually like figuring out the next step to catch him before someone dies. So is he good or is he not? And that's what you're going to talk about. Repercussions, right? Repercussions for his actions. That wasn't what I was going to talk about, but... Oh, what were you going to talk about with the repercussions? I was going to say... Um, he does get a repercussion because so they mention like, oh, when he gets too vulnerable, he gets too close. Bad things happen and it's all love interest. And I'm assuming um, the other person who was doing the, the other one where they said they didn't like that sort of or they didn't like the thing with the relationship between Robert and Zoe because it wasn't as like lovey dovey actual like whatever, like an actual relationship. But we don't need a love story. We got like an Alfred and Batman story. And Alfred got hurt. And his repercussions for were Alfred getting hurt. Like oh, yeah. him not. Because him not figuring it out in time. Yeah. Like him not taking this as seriously and kind of like fully embracing the Batman like kind of role. Yeah. 
That's what I was trying to get at. Okay. That's, that's understandable. Like, because they were like, oh, he doesn't have any, like, anything bad happening to him. I was like, no, he definitely did. <laughs> he almost lost his only family member. Like, who gives yeah, a fuck? True. Who gives what a the- fuck if he doesn't, like, kiss Zoe Kravitz? Like, <laughs> he almost lost his fucking father figure. But we also, but like I was saying earlier, too, we don't see the repercussions of him, of Gotham being flooded. We don't see that yet. We mm-hmm. don't see the effect on the city yet. We just see the initial, like, bad thing happen. Mm-hmm. So we don't know that the city doesn't get overtaken by the crime lords, by Penguin and everything, because now it's the, like, was Catwoman Yeah, he took too long to figure, yeah, these things out, that he literally let the entire town get fucking... That's a whole repercussion right there. <laughs> obliterated. So, yeah, Batman is a symbol of hope now, but it's kind of his fault. Yeah, and he, the only reason and no that, one knows that it's his fault except that one cop who was in the room with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other thing, the repercussion, is that he didn't... He straight up punched gordon in the face and <laughs> so isn't that still like a crime like a like a you literally just beat a cop yeah <laughs> but I, all the cops were bad and that that helped them wean out the the good and bad ones i guess because yeah later they were like oh not all the cops are on oh yeah your you payroll. don't have yeah you don't have all the cops on your payroll yeah so this is also like a, a batman and gordon love story bffs <laughs> little cop duo um and i thought it was funny too because he has this whole relationship with him. Like, Gordon trusts him fully no, he, in this movie. Like, he literally loves him. He's like, we're team BFF. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're not going anywhere without me. <laughs> they go to the, what is that place? I don't know, the drops location. And he's like, no, I'm coming with you, BFF. <laughs> we're going to. But then also, uh, Batman has that, has that thing. Was it towards the ends where he thinks he's going to die? And he's like, you're a good cop. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only, like, sincere thing he says to him. So that was good. Yeah, and I like I like that he has someone who is good, who is also trying to bring, like, good to Gotham. Yeah. And, like, he is a good cop. He's uh, the only one. He's a pure heart. He is the best. Good job, Gordon. It's a good thing Gordon's not a real person because there are no good cops in real life. Cops are pigs. <laughs> 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 There's also a distinction between that because I saw a lot of discourse with that. Someone was like, oh, Batman isn't even like an ACAB movie. <laughs> like it supports cops and the and everything. <laughs> you can you can separate real life from fantasy because it's just fantasy. It's not real life. But you can clearly see, yeah, the ACAB <laughs> in this movie because all those bitches were corrupt. <laughs> and right that real bitches are doing that in real life too and it's not like this movie specifically did like cop propaganda like stupid ambulance michael bay's new we movie got, we got a we got a brother cop on board we gotta get this cop out of here <laughs> no one no one shoot at that ambulance because we got a brother cop on board we got a brother cop on board <laughs> no one no one do anything we gotta save the cop <sighs> anyways <laughs> Um, Jake Gyllenhaal just took any role to get <laughs> to get a paycheck after Taylor Swift <laughs> ruined him. Uh, so yeah, the Batman is never. They only catch the Riddler because he he surrenders. Yeah, he just <laughs> gotta go to my coffee shop and go get. So he kind of sucks, and that's good because it's, it's second year again, and who knows? Maybe he gets this better. Is his, maybe like, he doesn't. What if this is like his only his first like big bad villain? What if he's only been fighting like street level thugs? That's what I'm saying for this whole time. Yeah understandable he's never experienced a baddie like this yeah <laughs> uh last thing in spoiler zone <gasps> wait is... wait wait i have to tell you this funny thing hunter harris said um <laughs> someone was like they tweeted they said oh did 
did the Riddler just sit at the table just making like drawing a question mark in his coffee? And she was like, can people just not be a regular somewhere? Like he probably asked the barista to do latte art (laughs) (laughs) and they probably do it for him every day that he comes. Isn't he messing with the phone? Yeah. When they walk in. But she was just making a joke, like, oh, oh can't can't this movie just be about him being a regular at a, at a place? <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't below where he lived. Yeah. <laughs> so he was probably down there all the time. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go get can the I, DA can real I quick. Can I just get a cafe latte? Um, <laughs> Need to get my latte before I, I go kill someone. Can I get extra foam, please? <laughs> extra, extra foam. And the, Make can that I have a stir dry. stick so that I can, I can play with my foam, please? <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, last thing in spoiler zone is the tease at the end of the movie. This is my only gripe with the film. Yeah. It is kind of disappointing in retrospect. Yeah, because it's like we it's had just this great time and now you want to <laughs> just introduce me to not the... Uh, what is this? The third iteration. The third iteration of Joker within... In, I don't know. Four, four years? Four or five four, years? Something like that. That's insane. But Joker makes money, so it's understandable. It makes why. me really upset because I really thought it was going to be Ian from Shameless because he's the Joker in the TV show. Yeah, you fooled me. <laughs> I was so excited because I was like, that, what? He, he does a good job, and I know he does. I've never seen it, but I know he's a great. He would count as a fourth iteration in the last five years. <laughs> but he does a great job, and I know he does, and everybody really likes him as it. And his face is similar to how they did Barry's. Yeah. But Barry is a. If anybody could play a scary bitch, it's Barry. <laughs> so yeah, at the end, they tease the Joker. It's Barry Keo- Keoghan? 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 I don't know how to say his last name. Cohen? No. No, I think it's Keoghan. Keoghan? Keoghan. You know the bitch. Um, when he's talking I th- and they sh- kind of show his face, his face looks kind of messed up. So I thought it was actually going to be Two-Face. But then when he's talking to him, he's like, oh, you're a clown. <laughs> and then they start laughing. And so he's clearly the Joker. Yeah. I like how he did give him a riddle, though, to make him yeah. <laughs> he said- a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Barry Keoghan is, I don't know how you don't. Uh, he was just in Eternals. Um, he was also in Dunkirk, The Green Knight, Killing of the Sacred Deer. If you haven't seen Killing of a Sacred Deer, go watch it. I think that's probably his best performance. But he played Druig, the one that can mind control people in the Eternals. He's kind of sexy in that movie. I'm Shut not going to lie. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of disappointing that they're teasing the Joker. Matt Reeves did come out and say that doesn't necessarily mean that, that he's, he's the getting, next villain. Yeah. It's just um, like they all exist in this universe. Why not just yeah. show... What did he say? He said something like, show what this guy's been up to like he might not be the joker that we know like where he's like big bad and scary but yeah. it's showing like hey look he's already in arkham he's already kind of up to stuff but it is yeah chris stuckman was talking about this he um like i just want to know more about the joker that joker himself because uh-huh. did batman put him there or is he just there and mm-hmm. he hasn't become or come face to face with batman yeah yet. but also it makes sense to do the Joker because the Joker's Batman's number one villain. Yeah. In everything and the comics and everything. So <sighs> why wouldn't they do Joker? Joker's a moneymaker. They can clearly see that by Joaquin Phoenix's Joker being the number one I hate that bitch. R-rated movie ever. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. A lot of people were saying they really wish this wasn't PG-13. I don't think this needed to be R. A lot of people have said that they wish that it was rated R because the fight scenes would like blur 
kind of looks like an artistic choice, but they were like specific things like when fights are like blood and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They were like, oh, it wasn't as messy as it could have been. Also, one of the people that I follow, just like a girl saying she wished it was rated R so it could be more horny. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't but, know. I kind of disagree with that. I think it's still very gritty and like, it, gruesome yeah, I thought it in was its own like, right. I didn't even know it was PG-13, honestly. Yeah, I, th- I thought... I think they could have said maybe some more cuss words. They said one F word. I like. I think if a rated R rating would have given us more cuss words, I think Didn't that would have worked a lot. The captain guy that was when Gordon let Batman onto the first crime scene, the captain guy dropped the F-bomb. He said like, unfucking believable or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, no, but I don't think it really needed to be R. I don't think it held anything back by being PG-13. I think it's fine. Also, it's a Batman story. You don't really need it to be R. You don't really need Batman to say the F word every five seconds. I don't know. I think it would have been fun just to hear him say it. You just wanted it to be more horny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's it for Spoiler Zone. Eh, Good 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's it for this episode. We got a nice juicy one. Whole juicy ass Hopefully you listen to this full thing because... If I we were had you. a lot of thoughts. We had a lot of good stuff this episode. Sometimes we kind of tit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes we kinda, we're like trying to Sometimes think it's more. like brain rot yeah. that we're just spewing <laughs> out. But this one was dedicated, thoughtful pieces of information relaying to you. And if you're like me this love. past few days, after I saw the movie, I was literally starving for content of the Batman. Anything. Anything. <laughs> And what's good is that my whole For You page is basically the Batman right now. <laughs> uh, I keep refreshing Letterboxd to see any new people seeing the Batman, and I want to see their thoughts on it. Um, it was then, really it was really popular the first like yeah. Thursday, Friday, but now it's like died down and no one's really seeing it. And I'm like, yeah. let's go, babies. Let's go. So, so I think, let me refresh and actually have y'all seen After Yang. <laughs> I think we're definitely going to go see it tomorrow because I think I really, really do want to see it again. Um, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Let us know what you thought of it. Um, Follow us on... Oh, wait, no. Not yet, actually. Next week, we've got a new movie coming out, too, that came out the same weekend as The Batman. We got a Colin Farrell double feature. (laughs) We did get a Colin Farrell double feature. Um, It's a movie called After Yang. We will talk about that one in next week's episode. But for now, uh, go watch The Batman if you haven't seen it already. If you have, let us know what you thought. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know on those platforms. Tweet us. DM us. We love to talk to people. I could talk about it for hours. Honestly, we should start streaming. Follow us on Twitch. Maybe we should do an It Takes Two stream where we talk about the Batman and other movies. Mm -hmm. We we have been wanting to do that. So possibly, yeah, go do that. Follow us on Twitch. All of our links are in our Instagram bio. So if you just go on Instagram, go to newencounter.com slash links. You can find us literally every social media site because I have a problem (laughs) where I love to just sign up for things. I just want to make sure that we have as much presence presence, as possible um so do that like always like and subscribe you can't like and subscribe on podcast subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. i was thinking this is youtube fuck (laughs) it's free to do so on apple Podcasts. leave a review there as well uh follow us on on spotify and leave a review there as well um it's just a star review on spotify so Mm -hmm. but leave us a nice wordy lengthy review on apple Podcasts. that'd be greatly appreciated um, I, and if you have some spare dollars every month uh we'll take them 
Please support the show. Support the content that we are providing to you for free each week. That's better <laughs> than what I said. Ignore what I said. Yeah, you you don't make people want to support us. <laughs> just send us some love. Send us some support. Um, it's just nice to feel that we're appreciated. And that Whatever. you guys value our thoughts. Whatever, nerd. Um, you're not going to get anyone to like us <laughs> <laughs> by bullying them. <laughs> That's, That's it for this week. We also got a new mouse. Um, so Nick's going to have fun um, editing this episode. Yes, you sir. Can, you can scroll it like sideways, side to side. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. We'll catch you next week. Next week's episode is going to be my favorite. Bye. Goodbye.